Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Crystal. I'm Summer Bischel. And I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. Uh, today, we are here to talk about the Angel Season 1 episode. I will remember you, but first, we have uh, a co-host joining us, kind of, uh, and it's her first episode here. Hey, everybody. This is Dana Pickley. I am the editor of News Is Out, a queer media collaboration. I am also an entertainment writer and critic and moderator, and I am a dummy and got my dates wrong, which is why I am being piped in via recording. And Dana, since this is your first Angel episode with us, tell us your Angel origin. This is the first time I am ever watching Angel. I am a long, long time Buffy fan, but I never really caught the Angel fever. And now that I am sitting down and purposely watching Angel, I am definitely seeing some of the things that people talk about when they talk about their love for Angel. Um, definitely loving Cordelia. Um, so I'm excited to take this Angel adventure. <laughs> and I guess like right off the bat, we'll talk. Summer, you mentioned this in your little intro video you did for us where like this is one of your favorite Angel oh my episodes, God. right? Yeah, because it was <laughs> one of the few crossovers. Yeah. Uh, I, so give me like your thoughts. How did you feel about the episode before you rewatched it for this? Like, what did you remember? I mean, I remember having a lot of bitterness towards Angel. Like I, yeah. I, I had <laughs> so much anger towards him. Um, and I still do like, after watching this episode. Absolutely fair. Yeah. But another thing that I didn't get was why Buffy was so salty to Cordelia. I'm like, come on, like, she's evolved. She's like, <laughs> right, running Angel Enterprises. Like, like, don't like, I, I almost like took it personally. It was like, do you not know how much she's grown as a like, she, she is not a write off. Like, yeah, Buffy doesn't seem to realize that Cordelia is all we have in Angel season one. And she needs to <laughs> yeah. respect her. Exactly. It's like, she's no, man. I'm kind of obsessed with this episode. I think that this for me was a real big missing key to understanding Angel and Buffy's relationship. This also explains a lot of the way Buffy acts and feels in season four. I really see this connection between them outside of this high school trauma world. And I get it. Like, they are definitely soulmates, uh, excuse the pun, um, in a lot of ways. And um, I loved the the quirkiness of the episode, the, the funny banter between Doyle and Cordelia, Cordelia's jealousies, um, Buffy, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar just acts the shit out of this episode, um, getting to see uh, the sacrifice that Angel makes in order to keep Buffy safe, which really should have been Buffy's decision, but whatever. Uh, yeah, but this really connected a lot of dots for me. Uh, Crystal, what, what did you think about this episode, like, in general? In general? I mean, I vaguely remember this from the first time as, okay. like, I remember they have sex at some point, basically. That's all <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> and on rewatch... I think I was obviously incredibly excited because Buffy was going to be in it. And then, I don't know, it just all, it felt a little bit flat in the end. I didn't like the themes and <laughs> I didn't like Buffy in it. And I really didn't like Angel in it. There were some great moments and there's some great opportunities, but I think like a lot of the opportunities were missed if I'm being honest with you. Fair. That's, yeah. you know, it's fair. I look, I think of this episode like, I think I have like nostalgia filters for it because it was mm. like, like Summer said, it was like, you know, mm -hmm. the crossover episode and we don't, yeah. you know, we get Buffy one more time. That's it. And, but this yeah. is the more like actual crossover. The other one, she's kind of like 
there with Faith. What are the logistics of that? Was it because they're on the same network this season and that's the only time? But in season five and Angel season two, it's the same. Oh, they're really? Still, yeah, it's because Angel goes to see for, he goes to Sunnydale after Buffy's mom dies for the funeral once like the sun goes down. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird that they didn't take advantage of it when they could. Yeah. You know, I think of, uh, spoilers, uh, Trista, I don't know if you remember this episode or Summer, but like in the last season of Angel, when they like, quote unquote, go to see Buffy, but it's like clearly just like someone in a blonde wig. Yeah. <laughs> from afar. <laughs> I don't remember, but I can't wait. <laughs> like, I remember that making me so mad when I watched it live that it was like clearly just some lady in a blonde wig and it was just like from afar and that's it. <laughs> it's like in, in Charmed. Did you ever watch Charmed? Prue dies and then just for reasons she's not allowed to reappear as a ghost, even though everyone else is, comes back as a ghost as soon as they die. It's like, oh sorry, God. Prue is not available to come back as a ghost right now. She's super. <laughs> tied up in the afterlife right now. <laughs> uh, so we'll get into the episode. Um, I love I love that Cordelia is kind of like the audience in this episode. She serves mm-hmm. very much as like, because Doyle hasn't, you know, he hasn't been around, but Cordelia has been, she was around for the whole Buffy Angel like drama, right? Mm-hmm. So I do kind of like you know, she's like, here comes Hurricane Buffy, like, and she's explaining it all to Doyle about like, you don't understand this is, you know, how this works. Like, Angel's gonna be grumpy, he's gonna be this. She's also right, right? When she tells Angel, like, if my ex came to town and, like, was stalking me but didn't even say hi, I would be pretty pissed. Like, again, Cordelia is the one that is correct. <laughs> totally. Like, I think when you you watch it and you're like, these are... 30-year-olds with, like, probably <laughs> lots of experience in dating. And, and you're like, no, wait, 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 Hang on. They're just at a high school. And we're, like, we're <laughs> right. putting Angel in that category, too. So, fine. It makes sense. This is all very dramatic. It <laughs> makes sense. But, yeah, it, 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 they're, they behave, they're behaving like 19-year-olds who just had their first breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Summer, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, super dramatic. I, I, I also loved um, Cordelia's commentary, like when she's like, oh, we have time for a cappuccino and the director's <laughs> cut of Titanic. <laughs> like, that was super funny. But um, yeah, I mean, super dramatic. But, like, I was surprised on both their ends, right? Because we are supposed to think that Angel's had all this time to develop into this right. like complex person, vampire. And he's sort of... Um, operating at the same level that Buffy is in that in that yeah. first fight, and it's like, come on, man. And then you know, so much doesn't make sense, and it's frustrating when you like you almost see whatever was happening at the networks or the contracts right, in the yeah. work. Like you're you're like seeing it in the work, and it's like, ugh. I wish you would have developed a, a more creative way to deal with this problem of not having her and needing mm-hmm. needing to get her out of this angel verse as quickly as possible, so that the fans didn't expect her to be coming back. And I just feel like they didn't handle it as creatively as they could have. And maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't have done it all together if they weren't going to be able to really like thread it through and have it make sense. But that was also frustrating. You mean the way they like wrapped out the episode in the end? Yeah. Just the whole story, right? They're like, okay, we'll bring Uh her back. It was almost like you could see them being like, all right, we can't get her back, you know, for all, you know, for any episodes other than this is the only one we got. So we got to bring her back, give the big romance that they all want and then take it away. And that explains why she's never back on angel again. 
you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I always like that when you think of it that way, Summer, I like uh, your TV knowledge when you bring it to like, oh, yeah. well, they probably thought of contracts and this person had the contract. That's why they were there. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can see it. And I don't know if that's happened because I've been on a, sh- I was on a show mm-hmm. for five years. So I, I realized sometimes all, not all decisions are necessarily what would have been done but you yeah. can be you can think of more creative ways to deal with those it could have been an opportunity especially yeah. with these characters and in this universe right like yeah like anything goes yeah yeah and, and this kind of like story beat i feel in any other context if you weren't trying to squeeze it into a, a single crossover episode that would have been season finale material that could have been double episode material like yeah it, but the fact that they rushed all of that into one episode i feel like one it kind of cheapens all of the stuff that's gone that they've been through in three seasons of buffy yeah and right it yeah it just feels it just feels rushed like you like you said and it it feels a bit cheap yeah and i like I, I think you're right, Crystal, that the way, because I was thinking that, like, this felt so condensed, and we don't even get enough of Buffy mm-hmm. in this crossover episode. You're right, that if this had been, like, maybe two episodes or, like, a longer arc or a season finale, it would have made a little bit more sense. And, I, I mean, this episode is enjoyable, especially, I mean, look, we're <laughs> we're on episode, what, six, seven of season one, and they've been pretty rough mm. so mm-hmm. far, mostly. Anyway, um, but, like... Yeah, th- there's a world in which this episode could have been like better and bigger because I feel like the s- it's like small in scope for how big it actually should be for these characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. But that said, like I'll take it because yeah. it is like you say, <laughs> it's leaps and yeah. bounds above <laughs> what we've been watching so far. <laughs> oh, you mean you don't you didn't love all the cop episodes <laughs> we've had to go over Crystal? <laughs> I actually I haven't re I haven't been watching like because I watched the whole season like a, a year ago I haven't been going between watching the between episodes of when I'm on <laughs> this podcast so I'm I'm watching I'm a little bit like oh what's what's the status quo now but it turns out it doesn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> don't worry that's Zach uh, one of our other co Zach was confused because he like watched like the ones he was recording for and plans to watch the other ones it was like Wait, Cordelia knows Doyle's a demon. I was like, no, she does not. He was like, oh, that makes more sense then. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, so Buffy finishes Cordelia's sentence and is like pretty upset. And I, I do that is a that is a good kicker for po- for before the credits of like, great Buffy's here. She's gonna be here. I like seeing. I, I, I mean, I know you mentioned it, Summer. I like seeing Buffy and Cordelia together. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I, you know, I love Buffy, so no one get mad at me. Anyone listening, you know, I love, love, love Buffy. Yeah. But the way she's written here is very adversarial to everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost out of character. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's like, I don't know, it feels, yeah, it doesn't feel very Buffy that she would be all chest puffy and whatever with, like, someone she, you know, fought the battle of her high school graduation with and, like, her ex-boyfriend that she's still kind of sometimes friends with, like... Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. How did they leave? How did Buffy and Cordelia leave their relationship at the end of season three? I can't really remember, but like they, they were, were they were cool, right? Yeah, they yeah, were fine. yeah, yeah. They all fought for the greater good. I feel like right summer by the end of season three, they're all like cool, right? Yeah, and I think, but this is why I take it personally because I played a character <laughs> on a fantasy show that was supposed to be a write up. It was supposed to be there to say like ridiculous things to like stir mm. the pot. And I remember seasons where like other characters who were like the serious character or like, you know, the, the, the character to be taken more seriously somehow would like put my character in place a lot. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, what the fuck? Like what I'm saying just makes sense though. Like, like, you know, and I feel like that's what Cordelia does a lot of the times. Like she wasn't being rude and it was, yeah. why are you like putting, like nobody puts baby in a corner, I guess. So that's like what they were doing to her and it drove me crazy. Summer, I love so much that you brought that up because when you were like, I kind of took it personally. I almost said, oh, because you played Margot. And then I was like, Ian, you bring up Margot every fucking time. Don't bring her up. But then you did, so. (laughs) No, but like, I would take it personally. I remember when the actors would say they're lying to me. Like, sometimes, like, Arjun would be like, what are you doing, Margot? Like, whatever. And I'd be like, why are you saying it like that, though? Like, what she's saying is really, is really smart. I I take it so freaking personally. Well, it's funny because they do that a lot this season with Cordelia, where like she's right, but they're the actor, the like characters are acting as though she's not, even though she's very clearly correct. And right? they're like mm-hmm. gaslighting her and the audience. It's like you have a business because of this woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's not stupid, <laughs> but you all treat her like she is. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we get. I, I do like that Cordelia very quickly is like, "This is Doyle, and we are leaving because she knows mm-hmm. there's not enough room in that room for more than just Buffy and Angel." Like, yeah, she knows that they're like gonna. Do do their mopey whatever bullshit (laughs) again she's smart she's like let's get out of here it's a shame we would have been so nice to see them have an actual moment of like right look how far i've come yeah like cordelia's smartened up you know yeah yeah she's taking responsibility it that would have been a really nice beat yeah because like like you said summer she did she's the reason angel investigations is like Mm -hmm. the company that they're in right like exactly it was all her and even later when buffy's like oh if your crack team hadn't run away i was like excuse me that's rude (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly that is rude (laughs) but so i i this is the only moment where I do kind of get both sides of Buffy and Angel's arguments. This is like the only moment. I don't like Angel's decision-making skills later on, but here I'm like, I get that he went there, but like I was remembering that the last time they talked, it was after this, we won't see each other anymore. After mm-hmm. like graduation day battle, we won't see each other anymore. So even though Cordelia's right and like Buffy has every reason to be pissed, I get why Angel was like, I shouldn't see her. I don't want to disrupt her life. But like everything else he does is pretty like not great. Mm-hmm. But hearing Buffy say the line, I'm a big girl now. I'm not in high school anymore. I was like, yeesh. <laughs> your ex-girlfriend, you are an adult man. And your ex-girlfriend is saying she's not in high school anymore. Like, <laughs> <gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not great, Angel. Not just yeah. an adult. <laughs> yeah. Oh my like, god! Yeah. Uh, um, can you remind me also what happened in the Buffy episode preceding this? So, because I again, feel like it, that was a bit cheap too. In, yes. in my in my memory. Yeah, it's the Thanksgiving episode pangs, which is like definitely oh, problematic. They, haunted. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like 
it's like problematic and but like a fun lighthearted there never feels like they're in that much danger so it is weird that that is what doyle got a vision of because like buffy's been in way worse danger yeah right so it was convenient yeah yeah it was definitely i feel like probably and summer yeah right i feel like it probably was like the schedules are lining up this week so we'll do the crossover (laughs) yeah it was like so obvious that that's what they were doing and you guys are right like if it had been spread out for two episodes even or a slight arc it it just would have made more sense because it was almost like we went through the heart like the heartbreak she has at the end where she's just so Mm. heartbroken it's almost like what the audience at that time when it was current and on air was probably experiencing that like what could have been and ripped away so quickly and the intensity of that it's almost like what they asked of the audience which is a lot to ask yeah imagine they had set up the human transformation in the Buffy episode the week yeah. before. Yes. Yeah. With like a, a proper like villain that wasn't just like mm-hmm. demon of the week. And yeah. was felt that didn't feel cheap. And then it carried over into Angel and he's still human. And then he's dealing with that episode is all about dealing with the repercussions of being human. Like yeah. that would have had some payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than her. Great. Rather than just like, you were in town, you didn't see me, so here I am. Like, Mm -hmm. But so as they're like finishing up their talk, the this green demon we later learn is a Mora demon jumps in. And I I don't know if any of you remember, I kept thinking, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that later we learn Wolfram and Hart sent the demon at the end of the episode, but we don't, and it feels very random, right? Super random. Yeah. Like, I really thought at the end there was, like, an explanation, but there isn't. It's just like, nope, there's a demon. He's there to attack Angel. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it made no sense. Yeah. Uh, but, like, all right, sure. Yeah. Um, sure. Fight the demon. Angel stabs him, gets some of his blood on him. And we get, it's, like, so ridiculous, but, like, works with that They, like, get thrown on top of each other. And as they're getting up, they're, like, almost kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's very ridiculous, but it I love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like those are the moments of their like that their chemistry is there. Like I feel like when they let them not be mopey and like yeah. arguing, their chemistry works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fire. Yeah. So they decide to go search for the demon because it gets away. Uh Buffy gets changed, um, which is weird. But it's like I'm gonna put on a nice like beige wool blend to go into the sewer. Yes. <laughs> like if she got changed into like black or whatever, okay, sure. But like yeah. Buffy, you should have put on like a full wetsuit, not some like <laughs> a cute light colored top. Camel wool. Yeah. <laughs> so they argue more, and I don't love the writing for Buffy again feels weird. Like her bringing the stake. Like we've seen Buffy use swords and axes. Like mm-hmm. it feels like she would just have a sword or an axe. Um, uh-huh. And her like jumping at the rat feels very unBuffy, right? Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, it's like we're four seasons into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like she's good. Like she knows what yeah. she's doing. She can handle a sewer and a rat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we do get, which I was like, okay, good. I'm glad we. I like forgot. When Angel's like, I feel weird, but he's actually talking about the blood. But then Buffy does break and is like, I know this is so weird, blah, 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 blah. Like, and like she drops her like puffy chest, like yeah. harder exterior, which I do like. Yeah. Agreed. And she gives like a full, like that's the 
the scene in this episode, I think, that feels the most Buffy. Yes, yes. Like, letting her ramble, letting her put her foot in her mouth. Like, mm-hmm. just a bit of comedy, a bit of lightness. Right, and that's the Buffy that we love, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she has, like, word vomit, and she's like, like, yeah, that tracks. She would be a little nervous seeing Angel for the first, like, okay, this yeah. all, that makes sense. But so then they, do they, no, they don't encounter him, right? That's when they have their, like, we can't be together, blah, blah, blah talk. And then she says, I was really jonesing for another heartbreaking sewer talk, which I love a Buffy callback. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think of their breakup in the sewer a lot when she's, like, crying and wearing this cute purple top and they're just in the fucking sewer. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I didn't didn't clock the reference. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, before prom. That's, like, because he breaks up with her right before prom and he's like, we can't be together. God, he's sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm looking Sorry. i'm like who wrote these episodes so it was joss whedon and then two other writers one mm. of the writer did write six episodes of buffy so because it, it is almost disjointed like they hadn't written for her character before like whoever yeah. was writing it but there was That's what i thought yeah but there was but no. writers who had Written She's got the that. receipts. Mm. <laughs> I'm like looking. I'm like, I'm like, who do I have to tweet at that I'm mad about? Yeah. <laughs> there's just there's discrepancies in, in her character. It's just it's it's it feels like someone else is writing for her. Yes, it yeah. really does, right? Yeah. yeah. Buffy says she'll go above ground to look for the demon, and Angel stays in the sewer. But then he does like very quickly encounter and kill the Mora demon. Which I just want to point that out because it bothers me later that Buffy doesn't easily kill him because it feels like she would have, mm-hmm. right? But whatever, he kills him and then we hear like, we get that moment of all the whiteness and then we hear the like heart beating, which I thought was cool. Yes. Yeah. Then we cut to Cordelia and Doyle and I love Cordelia being like, oh, she killed him. Oh no, that's just, I forgot yeah. to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Great moment. Because <laughs> uh, also that like made sense that she would be worried about that, like seeing a pile of dust in this like <laughs> commotion in the office. Mm-hmm. Poor Doyle really doesn't have a lot to do this episode, does he? Does, no. Yeah. <laughs> Summer, I know you really like Doyle, but right, sometimes Doyle. they- Sometimes I feel like they didn't know what to do with him. He was just kind of there, right? I feel like they were really trying to balance, like, whose show this was supposed to be. And, like, they should have leaned into the group dynamic. Because I think what worked about Buffy a lot of times was, like, the Scooby gang element. Like, the relationships and Mm -hmm. the the Mm -hmm. group effort and the group strategy and, like, the team playing. And I think they could have just, like, let that happen more and for longer. But that's just my opinion. I thought they worked really well together, those three. And that could have been... I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I I have a lot of love for Doyle, too. And does Mm -hmm. he... Is it next week he's done? Yes. Yes. So sad. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry to all (laughs) the people listening who have never watched (sighs) Angel. Yeah. Now everyone knows we're spoilery. And we just, you didn't, Summer and I just talked about season five. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, can we, can I ask, uh, sorry, this is off topic, but like, no. why does anyone know why they got rid of Doyle? Do they yes. think this will be really impactful or? I, from what I have read and the actor has since passed away. Um, oh, he had mm-hmm. like addiction issues. Oh no! Um, so he was fired. So sad. Uh, because then they just brought in Wesley to be Doyle. Right. Yeah. And I I do think Wesley worked better if they're only having three. It worked better having a previously 
beloved, yeah. not, not even beloved, but like a previously known character. That way it's like, okay, we already have the, we don't need to set up the relationship here. We know what it is. Um, we just have to develop it, but I would have loved if it was like the four of them and like, cause Angel gets better once they realize, oh yes, we can do an ensemble. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine now Doyle versus Wesley where like right? one is actually cool and one is trying so trying. hard. That would have been yeah. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do know that their, their original plan was that eventually they would bring Doyle back to be like a pseudo villain. Mm. And that's why we got that weird season five plot summer. Remember where like Lindsay uses the name Doyle. Yeah. It's like weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. Super <laughs> random. They were going to bring him back. It took me so long to get over the fact that he was, wasn't going to be on the show. Like when I did the first watch, I was like, Oh really? Yeah. I was like, I just can't be in this, sh- into the show without Doyle. Like it took me forever. Mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what's great about Doyle is he straddles this line of comical, but also very earnest and relatable. And I think that that levity is super important in a, a sci-fi fantasy show. So I, I get why fans loved him so much and why it was so difficult to to not have him as a part of the show. And like, he still feels so much a part of the show. Like he was all, it's crazy that he was only in, I guess, nine episodes because his presence is felt so much longer after that. Yeah. Well, like, especially they do do a good job of like, I guess, especially with Cordelia getting the visions. It's like, they Mm -hmm. do a good job of being like, this came from, they don't like, just let you forget him. Right. Yeah. And even in Cordelia's last episode, they talk about Doyle, which is nice. Right. So basically, Doyle is just the person Cordelia is talking to a lot in this episode. And I do like I do like their relationship. I would have liked yeah. to see it go farther, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it seems like, I mean, maybe they didn't, but it seems like they have fun. To, like those two, like the, the dynamic is at least, even if it's not going to be romantic, it's like a fun dynamic. Yeah, it's so cute. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So then we get, yeah, so they're, they're back here. Angel walks in and Cordelia's like, hey- you walked in the sunlight. You get an umbrella and Doyle, but Doyle is like, oh no, he's alive. Angel kind of like recaps what happened. And I will say David Boreanaz is not always the best, but when he gets to play like excited, happy, mm. it's like excited and happy and like having fun murdering people as in jealous or when he's like at his best, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. So yeah, did you, I, I found it very charming when he's like inhaling all the like different. Yeah. Snacks. He's got the munchies. Right. <laughs> I love that scene. It was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that like my like Nana brain, I'm like, oh, he's going to get a tummy ache. And then he does. And he says he got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super, super charming. It's, I always like it when he gets to have fun. I think the last episode I was on you know it's when he's wearing that hawaiian shirt and yeah. he's he's just like this is angel like having a nice time and it makes no sense but it, they were just like let's give david a chance to have some fun again yeah. we'll put him in a hawaiian shirt for a minute <laughs> yeah <laughs> for literally like a what five minute bit that's like uh-huh. <laughs> um so doyle's kind of like he tells Cordelia to go find Buffy, but not to tell her. He also tells her to get mint chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> and Doyle's kind of like, oh, there are these oracles. I felt like, in my brain, the oracles were in like a lot of season one, and I looked it up, and they're only in three episodes. And is this their first appearance? Yeah, yeah. And then their third appearance is them dead. 
Like they die right. in the finale. So mm. yeah, very weird. Oh my God. He did my headshots. That's also what I noticed. Wait. I saw the, I saw the name for one of the oracles and it said Randall Slavin. And I was like, where do I know that name from? And I'm like, wait, he did my headshots when I was like <laughs> wait, really? in my twenties. Yeah. Actually? <laughs> Yeah, like he like does. He's like a photographer. He's like an accomplished photographer now. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, it's so random. I was like, I know that name. Like, I that love is that. amazing. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the heck? Where do I know this guy from? Is he still like? Is he just constantly in a toga? Please help. Just don't even answer. In my head, he will always be in a toga. <laughs> right. <laughs> And his skin is gold, right, Summer? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him. He was a great I, yeah, well, I mean, I've just, I've just Googled it. Yeah, he's a celebrity photographer. Yeah. Huh. He's so good. That is, I, that is such a weird, fun fact, Summer. It's so <laughs> <Yeah>. random. <laughs> right. Um, so we get, uh, he goes to the oracles. I actually, I do really like the oracles. I don't know why they weren't in more, because I think they're like, it almost feels like two drag queens like vamping in front oh, of Angel. Oh, it's exactly that. Right? It is. <laughs> they look so cheap. They look <laughs> so cheap. And I mean, that's where we get like let down a bit, I think. I feel like if, if they'd come in, in in a later season, in my head, the show starts to look a little bit more expensive. Maybe it doesn't. But like. No, it does. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have looked a little bit zhuzhier. But as it is, it's like. It's like a gay guy and his gal pal, and they're, they're, they're like, they've gone, they're going to a Halloween party, and they have not bothered to think of an outfit. And he's like, "Don't worry, I've got these black sheets, and I've got this gold body paint. You'll, we'll be fine. Like, we're, we're gonna slay." They look so un ungodly. It is un incredible, but I love them. I love them. <laughs> That is so fucking accurate. <laughs> He's so camp too. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> because Maybe you're it's because right. he's so twinky looking, but like I don't know, there's something so camp about the the both of them. It's <laughs> and like it's so bright gold, and like uh -huh. the, like it really yeah. is just like two black sheets. Like I. <laughs> I love that his hair is also gold, but hers isn't. Like, uh -huh. you know, she's just got that cheap wig. <laughs> <laughs> but right, they're like fun. That's like I feel like that shit we loved about Buffy. Right, they like yeah. make it work with like a ten dollar budget. Oh uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> they're kind of like the equivalent of that Oracle in the final season of Buffy. But like she oh, looked, yeah. she looked wise and old, yes. and they they understood like just get rid of her instantly. Yeah. Like just like. They were good at that in Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this. Eh, we're gonna we're gonna breeze by this. Um, yeah, yeah. The oracles are they're very like. Did you bring us something? Oh well. Like I just I just <laughs> yeah. love it. I just love it. Um, and yeah, he really does read as like this twink and his lady friend who like got dressed up for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that they're pretty sassy with him. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of like walking around, looking at him, um, but they what it's like he gives them his watch and they just kind of tell him he's released from his warrior duties i guess right because he's a human kind of they're just yeah, like yeah. okay you do you <laughs> like, yeah. it's so like anticlimactic yeah because he's like i'm human and they're like you are goodbye like that's kind of yeah yeah <laughs> uh so then we cut to 
Buffy, which my big gripe is she's not in this enough. Like, I wish, but part of me gets it, right? It is Angel, not Buffy, um, the show that we're watching. But I don't know. I I understand that this is like all Buffy ever wanted was a normal life, right? That's the mm-hmm. whole premise of the show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is like, she has this calling and she does not really want it, but she does it. And then her, she sees Angel, and I like that. So they has just she been? Is she still hunting for the demon at this point? Yes, she's just she like, is. she's just like in a rose garden, like, <laughs> where's that demon gone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're on the Santa Monica Pier again. Is that what that is, uh, Summer? Yeah, maybe. I couldn't figure that out either. I was like, are they just like giving her a beauty shot? Like right. randomly, <laughs> like. And I thought I was like, is that Santa Monica? Like in the background. <laughs> Right? I wasn't sure. But I do I I do love the, like, she, Sarah Michelle Geller always does very good face acting without, like, mm-hmm. lines. Like, her, like, seeing him and the surprise, and then they just yeah. kiss without saying anything, which yeah. tracks, right? Like, these are yeah. two people yeah. who have all this love for each other. And she, like, at the very least, she's like, oh, shit, he's walking in the daylight. Something is different. You know, she doesn't maybe know he's human, but she knows something's different. And they mm-hmm. just kiss. And I... That reminds me of like season seven when they finally see each other again and their first thing is to like, they've killed Caleb, so now kiss, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing I like about their relationship is kind of mm-hmm. like the like unspoken things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so then we, they they have their big kiss and uh, we cut to Doyle and Cordelia, which I do love. She sees the plant has died and she's like, this is what happens when Buffy comes to town. <laughs> <laughs> And her saying, they suffer, they fight, that's business as usual. They get groiny with each other, and the world crumbles. Because, right, she was around for the worst of it. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> it went so badly. <laughs> right? So it makes sense that she would be like, no, I do not want them together, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Like, pure, like, PTSD levels of trauma. Like, right. yeah. they really experienced some bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Jenny. Yeah. Oh, um, I yeah. I do love that Cordelia's like, I'm sure they're having tea and crackers, and then we cut yeah. and they are having tea. Like that's that's a very buffy thing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That is funny. Yeah. Standout moment of the episode. What do you both think of this scene between Buffy and Angel? Because I this is a very good Buffy Angel scene. I don't know. Crystal, what do you think of this when like they're talking about apologizing for kissing and going over everything? It feels like it tracks story-wise of like how where do we fit in now and mm-hmm. like I, I guess they couldn't just get down to it on the Santa Monica Pier and then once you've gotten over <laughs> that initial shock right. like you probably do just need to take a minute and have a chat so I, yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. I'm fine yeah. I'm fine with this okay please don't be mad at me for this but I I do find the Buffy and Angel banter a little repetitive um, I mean how many times do we have to go through this I love you I love you I need you I need you we can't be together I mean I maybe maybe it 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 gets me because I think I've had that relationship before and, you know, it, it <laughs> brings the bold wounds. Um, but I do like to see them being able to express themselves physically, which has always been such a fraught thing for them, obviously. So getting to see Angel and Buffy, like, have an intimate relationship like humans and, you know, get to laugh and giggle and have ice cream and, and talk almost like adults. I mean, I know Buffy's only like 19 at this point, but she feels so much older in Angel. Um, But overall, I think I get that physical connection that so many fans always loved, that chemistry. I, I, you see it so much in this episode. 
<laughs> uh, Summer, what'd you think? I thought it was cute and it was like self-aware in that way that Buffy is. Yeah. Um, that Buffy the show is, which I liked. You know, again, I, I just feel like they're, they're so overly analytical about something that's so emotional, but mm. they really never address, I mean, they want to, but they really never address the emotional components of what That's this true. is and what it means. And, 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 and he does it for her, which again, and I think I, he's not doing it in this scene that you're talking about, but he's mm-hmm. about to, and it just bothers me so much because I mean, he's always saying, I'm afraid to hurt you or we can't go down this road or it's just so bad for you. And then he does something that's so horrible. I mean, he takes her like he doesn't care what her decision would be. Yeah. But but also in turn, by doing that, I think he takes away her right to like grieve what could have been properly and healthily. And yeah. just like cuts her off at the legs and it's just so messed up. That's yeah, that's a very uh concise that does make me nuts. Um mm-hmm. but I yeah, I do I do like this scene and I do like I kind of like that like you said they they are being overly analytical about something that is emotional. They're being trying to be logical, right? Yeah. And they come to this conclusion of okay, we won't see each other, but we'll stay in touch. And then they have this like very hot makeout scene in the kitchen, which yeah. that I like because that also makes sense, right? Yeah. You're trying to think rationally, but you're like Yeah. But like, also, let's hook up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've all been there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who amongst us has not? Yeah, exactly. We're like, well, this shouldn't happen. But... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to them post sex, um, and I do. This is when I'm reminded. Oh yeah, like, like you said, Crystal, at the top of the episode, Buffy's like 19, right? Like. Right. So she's very teenager about it. They're like, she's like excited to like lay in bed with him and like, Mm -hmm. you know, have this moment. And that makes sense for her, right? It really does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this the second time they've had sex? Oh my God. You're right. This is only the second time. Yeah, they only, they only got down once. (laughs) It's so funny when they talk about it, like, are you, do you want to go again? No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, we've done it twice now in five years. We're good. <laughs> yeah. well, I want a UTI. Like I'm good. <laughs> You're human now. Um, so you know, we get like them being cute in bed and blah blah blah. I do like that she's like, "You're human for a minute," and there's already cookie dough ice cream in your fridge. And you know, we just I just finished Buffy a few months ago, and I kept thinking of how like. For I know people like rag on the finale, but like Buffy deserved that happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and she deserved the ending of when she turns around and looks at the road ahead of her. I think of that a lot. And like how Buffy so fucking deserved to have that moment of like, I can look at what's ahead rather than just at the hellmouth. And this feels like a moment kind of like that for her again, right? She's like, oh, I can just like lay in bed with my boyfriend and like yes. ice cream. And like our Slayer deserves that, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You just, the problem, I, I, we're just going back to it again, but like the problem is that you just know it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't have the payoff it should have because it's, it's all like, what? It just a demon's blood just did this and that was all it took all along. <laughs> and like, it just doesn't feel earned, yeah. I think. Well, and Crystal, you're right that if this were the finale, you could be thinking, oh shit. Like, yeah. there we, because like it's the finale so like you never know yeah. where they're gonna go next season but because it's like the fifth or sixth episode you're like well 
this isn't gonna stick because there's a whole yeah. other show mm-hmm. like uh-huh. and especially if you were watching buffy like at this point i don't think her and riley had kissed yet so i don't think they kissed till hush but like we'd been building up their romance and like th- that would have had too much of an effect on buffy as right like buffy the show as well would have been affected by yes. this if it had stuck yeah we get cordelia is lamenting the fact that she's out of a job I do like she says, I'm good for exactly two things, international stardom and helping a vampire with a soul to rid the to rid the world of evil. <laughs> I just love She doesn't her. get many lines this episode, but they're all solid. Right? They really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she even says, like, that makes her a short but colorful resume. And then Doyle does get a vision right after she says, well, at least you won't get the visions anymore. And I... I'm still like unclear what the hell his vision actually, right? Like his vision was like seeing the demon, but he's just kind of like, oh, we gotta, we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Reasons. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hand wave. Um, (laughs) So then Doyle goes to get Angel. And this, this is where he starts to remind me of like Riley or Xander, right? Because it's like, even Doyle's like, shouldn't we wake Buffy? And Angel's like, no, I, I gotta handle this. And it's like, dude, this is a demon and you're a human. Like, yes, wake Buffy, right? Yeah, it's just so disrespectful to her. And yeah. like, just everything, like her entire purpose, her skills, their relationship. <laughs> like, it's just discrediting of everything that we know about him and her and all of it. And it makes zero sense yeah i mean so much didn't make sense you know like you guys just brought up the um what led him to like wake up in the middle of the night again right (laughs) like what was that like did he just never go to sleep like if i had just become human i'd be like yo i'm gonna settle in like i'm gonna Uh i'm gonna pop some melatonin he's he's got he's Got some gas because of all that ice cream. I guess that's <laughs> he's it. Just, he's just human and he's realized he's got IBS. <laughs> you know what I did love, though? is how, how they both look so fresh. Like, when Buffy goes yeah. out and court, she's like, where did he go? And, like, she's yeah. so, like, her makeup and hair is popped. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> nothing's changed. We're expecting uh-huh. to believe she's gone, like, five rounds with this guy. <laughs> and she's just popped in the middle of the night. <laughs> at first i was like i hate that Ugh. and then i was like you know what god bless the early on yeah like, bring it back because now it's like on shows they're like well you've just been through this and this and it's like yeah but i want to have a glam moment like, yeah let me look pretty yeah <laughs> um but yeah so th- so they go and ugh, i I really, I just hate that because I'm like, but like you could get killed and then that's not good for Buffy. Like, yeah. But then we we do get our, the last ever Buffy Cordelia moment of Cordelia. She's like putting, I guess like price tag or like she's putting little post-its on all the items to try to sell them. I do like that she holds up that axe and is like, is this vintage? And she's like, it's Byzantine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um, uh, But like, I, the two of them are both very good actors. So, like, mm. I wish Cor- I wish Buffy had been like a little less harsh with Cordelia here, but I I think the scene works. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm like, oh, this is a classic Buffy. Like, it's their last scene together. Yeah. Is it really the last time they're on? Yeah. Together? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, it's the only time. This episode is the only time Doyle meets Buffy, and then this is the last time Cordelia and Buffy share a scene together. Because wow. I didn't realize when Buffy comes. 
back her other episode, mm-hmm. just all of her scenes are with Faith and Angel. Oh, right. yeah. So, so Buffy's yeah. like, I'm queen. <laughs> well, well. Kind of. Um, yeah, I like that Cordelia's like, didn't you think of him becoming human would affect me? And Buffy's like, no, I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Cordelia's like, you know, Angel said not to tell you, which is even more stupid. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Why not tell her? There, it's, mm-hmm. Like when the when Xander would do that, we would get annoyed at Xander. Like, oh you, yeah, you got to tell the Slayer what you're doing, especially with the demon shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, and Doyle dumb. is like, shouldn't we like wake the Slayer right. for this? Like, <laughs> like Doyle is correct. <laughs> you know what I hate most about Angel's decision? He didn't need to mm. do all that to participate in saving the world. He could have worked in tandem with Buffy, but he would have been right. playing second fiddle to her, mm-hmm. which is a whole other thing. But, you know, <laughs> like his whole thing is like, I still need to save people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you could do that still. Right. Like Cordelia and like everyone else are who are human. They like still help. Mm-hmm. It's just they can't like do the physical fighting, which is fine. Yeah. Buffy is literally always good at the physical fighting. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. <laughs> um, and I just like it's so annoying watching men. It's because it's always like one of the men, right? Being uh-huh. like, Well, no, I have to do it. And it's like, no, she's stronger than you. Just let her do it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's she's never mad to do like no. Buffy does it, right? Like she's like chosen and- to do it. <laughs> The thing is with this franchise is that normally it's a commentary on how the men try and do that. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. men shouldn't. And right. it's played for like, no, mm-hmm. Buffy doesn't need that. Like, that's kind of the whole premise of the show. So then when you see it done and it's just done as like, as though he's doing actually something noble and something good. And and that's never really criticized. It's it's very kind of shocking. It's like, I can't believe Buffy's being treated this way. She's being abused, yeah. essentially. Yeah. like, And especially because in later seasons of Buffy, like memory loss is treated as like essentially, a, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's assault. Yeah. When Willow yeah. does it, it's incredibly serious. Yeah. Right. So the fact that he's just done that to her without permission is like, oh, I think it's extremely violating. Yeah. I'm pissed yeah. at Angel for this. I am so pissed at her him because this he could have had this life with Buffy that he wanted. But I mean, do we have to take the oracles for everything they say? I mean, of course, Buffy is always going to be in constant danger. But Angel making this decision without Buffy's consent or without Buffy's input, it it's I I think while he's attempting to do some sort of selfless act actually feel selfish to me yeah like if if he had gone to talk to them and they were like well this is your option he was like let me go talk to buffy or had brought buffy with him yeah of course like and that's so easy right that's an easy fix just him and buffy both go to the oracles they would Uh totally let her in too if they let human angel in right Uh uh-huh and then then they both hear that buffy's gonna die if he stays human fine okay they then they can make they can balance you know, right. the risk and the reward. Yes. And like Buffy is smart. And that's why even at the end when she's crying, she does eventually say, I understand. Yeah. And like, she would have come to that. She would have, she would have, it would have been the same scene, but at the oracles and it would have been less like angels, just the one making all the decisions. Like, yep. <sighs> but anyway, so she, Cordelia does tell Buffy where angel has gone and Buffy goes there. And she's, I do like to, she's like, you hurt my boyfriend. And like, you know, has the mace, has all the weapons, and they have their fight. I don't like 
that the demon really does kind of like almost kick her ass, right? Yeah, man. And that stunt double, <laughs> it's so funny when her stunt double is like clearly right. like twice the size of her. <laughs> like, well, because she's like so tiny and I'm so is, tiny. Well, Summer, you've worked on a TV show. Is that like harder to find stunt doubles that are smaller because they have to be so in shape? Well, they're so, yeah, they have to be so in shape and they have to protect their bodies and their spines with their muscle and their strength. And I feel like that probably is hard to find. I'm not like some super tiny person though. So I don't think it was like, like I never had a stunt double where I was like, oh, I don't believe that. Okay. But I've seen it with like tiny, tiny actresses where it's like, it's really funny. (laughs) <laughs> it's so great rewatching. I mean, I remember rewatching Buffy in HD and being like, "Wow, you can really see oh, the yeah. stunt dolls." <laughs> yeah. I feel like the TV, the TV had a lot of sins when I was a kid. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, and we yeah. Like, somehow didn't notice any of them. No, right? <laughs> like whenever I go back and watch um, the graduation day fight between Buffy and Faith, which I love. Yeah, but like that is clearly four different actresses in that yeah. like space, <laughs> like. The, they do a lot of hairography, I notice, where like it'll be like, yeah. oh, Bucky's like twisting her head real fast, so the hair is in her face. Yeah. To try to cover it up, but like it's still clearly a different person. <laughs> I always cared more that my son double's hair matched mine than anything, really. Fair. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is totally fair. I'd be like, oh, that looks like a wig. <laughs> well, and you have really good hair, Summer. So, like. Thanks. And I was like, mm, try that other wig. <laughs> this one looks too cheap. No, we're no, we're using another one. <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> but yeah, this thing like does like a fucking wrestling move on Buffy and like drops her on his like knee and punches her stomach as he does it. Yeah. But then Angel kind of saves her by throwing the salt at the thing and then tells her it's the gem and she quickly. And I mean, granted, I feel like. In my brain, I was like, why the fuck doesn't he, he wears a helmet. Why doesn't he cover his, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. <laughs> fantasy shows, they got to wrap it up, right? Sometimes you just need uh-huh. to wrap up the, the villain. <laughs> Sometimes you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's all, stab the ruby. <laughs> stab the ruby. And then we do, and then we're done with that. So we do see Buffy like cradling Angel because he's like really hurt. Yeah. And then we, then we just cut to the oracles again, right? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would have been really fucked up. Also, right? he fell really far. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's super injured by the, like, as that scene wraps out. Yeah, she's, like, yeah. cradling him. Like, he, like, is, like, cannot move because he's so hurt. Uh-huh. Like, he deaf broke a hip. Like, maybe that, uh-huh. that would have been a funny thing. Like, being like, <laughs> I can't do this fight. Like, some sort of commentary uh-huh. on just, like, like pain. <laughs> yeah, she's pushing him in a wheelchair into like, the Oracle's yes. den. <laughs> Restore him to his former glory. <laughs> and then, like, that would, again, that would even make more sense, right? He's uh-huh. so yeah. he can't, like, function. And yeah. it's like, the only way I can is if we, like, fold back time. Because also, then Buffy would have been more likely to be like, okay, right? Like, yeah. yes. She definitely would have been more like, yeah. I'm upset, but I get it. Let's do the thing your Um, hip is clearly broken right yeah (laughs) but i do think buffy our beloved slayer she's smart so i feel like she would have been like i'm gonna write a note about this because i don't want to forget or like you tell me when it folds back like tell me what happened remind me i feel like she wouldn't have wanted to like not know i know that he takes it from her and and then i had to think for a moment does he really like oh yeah 
There's no yeah. mention of it in Buffy because I would like I would have never known until I watched the show and I was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> but like also wasn't she with like Riley at this time? So like did she like cheat on Riley? Like did Well, so they that was what I that was what I did look up. They it was like they don't officially get together till Hush and Hush is like mm. a few episodes after. Okay. But they like had the cutesy back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I often forget because like Buffy was a little like well, the early seasons were a little puritanical about sex, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So I often forget that like Buffy and Riley, even though it feels like they're dating already, they hadn't kissed. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like any of the three of us, if that were a modern show, you just assume that they're like fucking off screen because they're together yeah. a lot. Oh, they all uh, would have been fucking. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but First because it was, you know. Yeah. 2000 it was like oh no we're just being cute and we haven't even touched lips yeah it's interesting how they had to keep like the heroines like they had to keep them pure in order mm-hmm. to be liked or seen right. as a hero still and it was it's mm-hmm. so fucking weird yeah yeah and like not not to toot your horn summer but like that was a thing that i liked about the magicians where it's like oh this is like queer and nerdy but yeah. like these characters are allowed to fuck and yeah. it's not like yeah, shameful or whatever off. i yeah. know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the oracle's basically the it's the lady oracle that's kind of like ooh maybe we can help and the the male one is kind of like absolutely not right mm-hmm. yeah she kind of is like I, I almost like feel like she's like charmed by the romance aspect, which I, I like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she, what do they call it? Like a temporal fold to take him back 24 hours. Mm. And Randall's like, I don't relate. Like all my relationships <laughs> are one night only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let the grinder after he leaves. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens and he goes, home to Buffy and I do like that Buffy can read his face immediately like she knows yes and like I know we like and I do I do hate Angel making this decision without consulting her but ooh the acting here is very good right Mm -hmm. yeah her face oh it is heartbreaking yeah yeah the way like Sam Richard Geller's so good at the like upset to cry face and the like holding on to it yeah Uh right and like it just stays there and you feel so like this is a character we love, right? And at this at this point in time in the universe of these shows, we've watched her for like four and some episodes, four seasons and some episodes. And like, I don't know, like you you don't want our hero going through this. Like you feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. Why? How did Sarah Michelle Gellar not get an Emmy nomination for this role or guest star even for this episode. It's just, it will always, it will always chat my ass uh, that she did not win for this. Um, both of them doing their darndest uh, to express themselves. And, oh, those just couple minutes, the, the watching the seconds tick by, it was, it was a beautifully done, very sad moment. Yeah, she rips your heart out. Like, yeah. she's so fucking good. Right? Like, yeah. ugh. And, like, I liked that she is annoyed that he made the decision and that he tells them they have one minute, but she knows that arguing with him would be stupid because then it wastes the last minute, minute. right? Yeah. Yeah. So she has to be, like, the bigger person about it all. Mm -hmm. It's Yeah. I'm angry. It's completely unfair to her. Uh Uh-huh. But... So. It very that very much also tracks for Buffy's character. Like that is True. very good Buffy writing, where she's like, she knows that an argument or whatever would be a waste, so she just is like, okay, I'm just gonna cry and hold you. Like, yeah, and that's so sad, it's right? So sad. Yeah. Uh, 
and then like her crying, I'm never gonna forget yeah. to like the cut of like her immediately forgetting. And right, I feel like it's a credit to Simon Geller's acting because the three of us can be like, fuck that decision he made, but then still be like, mm-hmm. oh, but the emotional, you feel the emotional beat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, then they just kind of like, we go back to the beginning of the episode and he very quickly kills the Mora demon because he knows how to kill it. And I like that Buffy's like, what? Like, she doesn't even have a chance to move. He just like hits the gem and kills it. And he's like, oh, it's a Mora demon. I, I knew what that was. And she's like, okay, I guess we're done. And mm-hmm. then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out ultimately that it was a silly plot device and it really was pretty meaningless <laughs> yeah <laughs> almost like they all agree like okay well whatever yeah <laughs> now we're fine yeah <laughs> yeah because he never really ta- like I-, I guess it does make sense that angel's character wouldn't tell doyle and cordelia but i would have almost liked if there was like a scene where he was like I don't know, like telling them like, well, this shit happened and it really sucks. And mm-hmm. like, I've been depressed about it, but like, it does make sense for his character that he wouldn't yes. tell them. <clears throat> toxic, toxic masculinity. Yeah. <clears throat> where you gotta like hold it all in until you die. Uh- <laughs> At like 30. <laughs> like dropped it. <laughs> um, all right. I guess, I guess we're at the end here. Um, favorite outfit summer oh man cordelia's like halter meaty skirt in the beginning Mm. it's good right game over (laughs) summer i like that you always go you love the like throwback outfits that cordelia wears i love it i have a denim meaty skirt that i'm trying to i'm trying to find a reason to wear I'm all about that stuff. <laughs> I love that. Um, I have butterfly clips. I'm like, am I too old? Is it passe? <laughs> she looks like she's attending the Teen Choice Awards. Yes. And she's like Amanda Bynes or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am like, I do have a special place in my heart for those looks because mm-hmm. they're so of the time. They're so cute. Totally. Yeah. Crystal, what was your favorite outfit? <laughs> I think I've got to say the same because everything else that everyone is wearing in this episode is terrible or incredibly unremarkable. Yeah. Buffy's, Buffy's red dress, uh, when she's somehow changed after he's been injured and gone off to the oracles, she's, stand, she's there waiting in this red dress. Awful. I mean, the togas, awful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Buffy's little jumper for sewer slaying. No. So yeah, it's gotta be Cordelia's <laughs> denim skirt and halter top. And even that's like objectively not, you know, great fashion, but it is very of a time and really really fun to see. Yeah. Well, and Charisma Carpenter's so hot. She like looks good yeah. in like yes. everything so they put her in. Yeah. Right. Very yeah. true. Um, because like yeah. she's got the like everything looks great in that outfit. I will mm-hmm. say <laughs> That is, I have two. It's that, and then I actually don't, uh, don't, don't uh, quit, Crystal. But I actually like Buffy's white. Like it's stupid for sewer patrolling, but I like her like white sweater. I think she looks cute. In it. I do think it was cute. It's a very Buffy outfit. It's just, it's like nondescript, and it's, I don't know. I'm not excited seeing it. I want, That's I want fair. fashion excitement. Cordelia yeah. is giving us excitement. She is. She. They're like like I said, they like they have some kind of like stinker outfits this season, but like Cordelia makes most of it work. Mm-hmm. I think. And that's like right, that's like a when I, I remember when I talked to the season seven, the Buffy season seven costume designer for uh our coverage and he did like recaps of every episode, he would say that he loved 
dressing uh, Emma Caulfield and Sam Rashad Geller because they look good in like everything. Yeah. And I imagine that's what it's like dressing Charisma Carpenter too. Oh, yeah. He would yeah. be like, yeah, anything I pick out for them, they look good in it. So like it always worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like one dress that he was like, oh, I did the hem really bad on Anya's dress in this episode. And I was like, I promise I didn't notice. He was like, oh, I thought it looked too baggy. <laughs> he, did give, <laughs> he did give some extra TLC to Anya. Right, he did. He yeah, did. yeah, you can tell that. Like sometimes you're like, okay, Anya. Yeah, she would have like one scene with three lines and be wearing like the fucking uh-huh. like best outfit. The look. <laughs> and Dana, favorite outfit? I love Buffy in a simple piece of of clothing, and I know Buffy loves to have a long sleeve that kind of reaches past her palms. Um, it, I don't know. In some ways, it makes her seem kind of. I don't know, like like she's hiding in her clothes, like it's like a safety net. But I love this just very simple white wool sweater that she wears. <laughs> uh, favorite scene, Crystal? Ooh, I guess it's got to be just the campery of the oracles and um, just their presence in the episode, adding a bit of gay drama and gay campery to an otherwise <laughs> a little bit serious episode. That's fair. Or okay, maybe I'll be maybe I'll be sincere and say the heartfelt moment where Buffy realizes that it's all about to end and she's very upset. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. And Dana, favorite scene? Favorite scene has got to be that end scene between Buffy and uh, Angel. Actually, it's not the end scene; it's the penultimate scene for them uh, when Angel confesses that he has um, given back his mortal uh, self uh, to protect her. Just so many emotions and both actors doing a really beautiful job at portraying oh, just the agony of, of this decision. And Summer, favorite scene? My favorite scene would probably be like seeing Buffy and Angel just happy post-coital mm. and like eat, mm. like munching out. I think that was like the cutest, happiest scene. But I also loved the performance that um, Buffy gave in that final goodbye. I mean, yeah. that like blew me away. It's hard to pick an emotional scene to be my favorite because it's like it's right. emotional. But but um, it, it was extraordinary acting. She's so good. You know, that's it. It's funny because I always think of think like that with um the body because it's such a good episode but i don't mm. enjoy it you know what i mean it's like yeah. i would never say it's bad it's a fantastic episode but i don't watch it for fun ever like, yeah <laughs> yeah like uh zach one of the one of our co-hosts he always lists it as a favorite episode and i'm like i understand that it just can't be a favorite for me because it's just too sad like i yeah. don't yeah it's but, it's, but it's so well done yeah i totally like know what tr- you mean yeah it's like a truly fantastic episode um I think my favorite scene is either the Buffy and Cordelia scene, just as I like seeing them together, or again, the end. I mean, Simon Geller's acting is just so good. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like you can kind of tell that Simon Geller, like, she she always says that she liked Angel over Spike. Like, that's like Angel is the Buffy boyfriend that she picks. I mean, kind of, I feel like she brings it here. She does. She she brought right. that home. Mm. She was like, yeah. this is Buffy's love. Yeah, and don't yeah. you argue with me. <laughs> yeah, and there'll be no more discussions about it. End of end of discussion. Um what grade do we give the episode, Dana? This is my first A grade angel episode i'm going to give it an a just simply because everyone acted the hell out of it it had a really great storyline great writing um and it's never bad to see buffy in the flesh summer 
I would give it okay. I know this is going to sound crazy, but like as far as the Angel episodes go, just because she was in it, as frustrating as the elements of it were, Mm -hmm. I would give it an A minus just because she was in it. And it's like so rare that it just didn't happen again. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Crystal? Yeah, I think it's true. We need to grade it on the Angel sliding scale. So (laughs) like a B plus plus. I I can't give it an A. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I I I also give it a B plus, and I think yeah, it's mostly the Buffy of it all, yeah. and maybe a little bit of the Oracles. But yeah, I same. Well, thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for listening, Crystal, Summer, and Dana. Thank you for joining me. Um, thank you. If you like Slayerfest '98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get uh, your podcasts. If you want to support us, you can find us on Patreon. We're going through Harley Quinn season two. We'll get to season three soon. Uh, we're also covering What If. We've had a lot of also cover random movies and everything. Had a Stranger Things episode. Um, and if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98 on all social media platforms. And if you want to follow me, I am at IanXCarlos. Dana, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dana Pickley. That is two C's, one L. And Summer, where can everyone find you? Summary Vishal on Instagram and at Summary Vishal one on Twitter. And Crystal, where can everyone find you? It's Crystal. We'll see you now on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for having me.